everyone, and welcome to the Learn and Lead podcast. The Learn and Lead podcast is for educators by educators, and we want to bring the world of Arizona public education to you and our thousands of members across the state. Our objective is to provide a platform for the voices of our educator leaders, along with some amazing community allies, and have conversations about those education topics that are on everyone's mind. Hello, everyone. This is Amber Gould, your AEA treasurer, here with Carrie Wolf, your AEA Learn and Lead Specialist. Welcome to season two of our podcast. Woo! Woo! Well, we were excited, so so that's fun. <laughs> um, so we are uh, we are embarking on season two of our Learn and Lead podcast, and we have an amazing guest with us today. Can you introduce him, Carrie? Yes, we have our brand new legal counsel at AEA, Will Comer. Um, so we are so excited to have you. Um, we don't have a whole lot of background to share because we want to save it for the question and let you introduce yourself and tell about who you are and what you have done to, in order to get here and what you're excited about with working for AEA. So uh, the fun thing about being an attorney is there are, um, oddly enough, a lot of lawyer jokes out there. Oh, don't know if you're no. aware of some of these, <laughs> but we do like to start off uh, each podcast with a joke. So I got I got a fun one. Yes, okay. please drag right. me. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not going to be one of those. Okay, but but did you hear? Did you hear about the lawyer who came to court in nothing but their underwear? No. Please say more. <laughs> well, apparently they totally forgot their lawsuit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Solid. I did have another one. Um, what what did the attorney name their daughter? What? Sue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, with two jokes. Look at you. Two whole jokes. Starting I strong. I yes. Know, I know. Season two, two jokes. We got this. <laughs> oh, and they haven't gotten much better, but they're still hysterical. Thank you. Thank you. It's really why, that's really why I'm on the podcast is literally just for finding those jokes. But also so. because she has the perfect podcast voice. <laughs> At she times. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to uh, to the actual like content of our podcast today. Um, and we had some uh, some questions for you lined up. So uh, coming to AEA, I mean, we have a lot of uh, a lot of people who really want to work here at the Arizona Education Association. And um, so what are some moments in your life that have kind of prepared you to work for uh, a, a labor union and um, and for an education labor union? Yeah, so this is a pivot in my career. Um, my background is actually in personal injury law and corporate law. Um, so I worked with mid-sized law firms starting in Chicago in 2009. Um, and then around 2014, I moved to Arizona and I was with U-Haul's legal department working in-house. Um, so I got a chance to see what it's like um, working for the client and becoming the client. Um, and this has been an opportunity for me to do something that's public interest related, um, but also caters to the things that I'm following in uh, the day-to-day -day life, especially with Arizona and politics and education needing to improve here. Um, I've always questioned like what I can do to be part of that solution. And this job is basically the perfect opportunity for it. Um, I've had some background with Valley Leadership. Um, I did that program in 2019. And if you're familiar with it, I mean, they come in and basically teach each cohort about different issues affecting the state. And so we covered one on public education. And um, even though I don't have kids, there's still a reason for me to be invested in what's going on in our schools and the issues that are affecting our youth, because that's one of our biggest 
uh, resources is the youth and education and getting them to become our future leaders, our future doctors, our future business people, um, because that's what we get on our um, return in the investment of education is, is how our state is going to be led in the future. I literally have like a list of people that I want to take that clip and send to. <laughs> like, here's the, here's why, even if you don't have children, you should be invested. In that. Yeah, well, and, and I'm from, a, a, I'm originally from Missouri and, you know, the topics affecting education in my home state, um, I don't want us to follow in their footsteps. And, and I think that Arizona has a great opportunity to just improve. There's nowhere but up to go for us. <laughs> that's that's good and bad, right? Good and bad. <laughs> yes. Nowhere to go but up. Well, and right. I feel like <laughs> we're really fortunate to have been able to bring you on board, um, especially because next week you're receiving some kind of honor, maybe? Yes, I am going to be receiving a 40 Under 40 award with the National LGBTQ Bar Association at their Lavender Law Conference in Chicago. Um, so, like I said, I started my practice there in 2009. And so this is a very full circle moment for me to go back receiving this award and um, be a better attorney than I was when I left. So it's all about the validation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But can we talk about the humbleness that occurred? Because yeah. I was talking with Will earlier this week and uh, he said, well, I'm going to be out of town next week for a conference. And he just kind of left it at that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Conference. He d never even mentioned the award. Never mentioned this amazing <laughs> honor. How cool is that? Yes. Just, just the humble. Well, thank you. It's, it's also my opportunity to see Beyonce perform live for the first time on Sunday um, at her concert for the world tour. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that more than my award. I mean, priorities, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Um, so I have this question for you. Um, you know, we like to ask this question of staff um, when we bring them onto the podcast, because um, we know it's a something that really makes our uh, members feel seen and heard. We so like the warm fuzzies. We do like the warm fuzzies. Um, in fact, we have a whole episode called Warm Fuzzies. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> um, so my question is, who are some educators who really inspired or supported you or that you remember um, from your educational journey? Yeah, well, this one literally uh, hits close to home for me because uh, my mom and her twin sister were both educators. So I grew up seeing both of their um, involvement with public education. Um, my aunt was a high school educator before she went into corporate um, work. And so I knew that she always had a commitment to helping students achieve their highest um, success. And she's also been that way with everyone in my family, you know, basically encouraging all of us to go to college and um, doing way more than her part in just being the support that we needed to uh, eventually get to where we are today. And then my mom, um, she's a social worker by profession, but when I was born, she ended up doing some adjunct faculty work at Central Missouri State University, which is now University of Central Missouri. And that's in Warrensburg, which is about an hour away from Kansas City. So she would drive, you know, two hours round trip, maybe three times a week um, when she was in school during the year. And that type of dedication is, you know, the commitment to education that I saw just in my own household. And I know that just seeing how committed she was to the work um, definitely gave me a lot of respect for um, 
educators as well as the importance of school on a day-to-day basis for me. So, you know, there was never a question growing up that I was going to go to college. I think it ultimately led me to law school just with the drive to succeed. And um, yeah, I also have a best friend in Chicago, Brian Coleman, who is a um, American School Counseling Association School Counselor of the Year. So I've seen his development and rise within the education system. Um, He also has a podcast that he does called Candid Counselors. um, And he's one of those people that not only advocates for the mental health of each student, but also the social, emotional and um, learning and best well-being of each student, which I just could not have imagined um, becoming something that would be part of my own career track. Oh, that's awesome. Shout out to a mom, aunt, and best friend. Like, that's amazing. Very cool. All right. So, okay, you said you started in Missouri, then Chicago, and now you're here in Arizona where you're like, let's fight for public education. What else? Was there something else that really, like, helped with the drive to fight for public education, specifically here in Arizona, where it is absolutely a fight? Yeah, so I actually did a program with the State Bar of Arizona um, called Bar Leadership Institute, and that definitely gives attorneys an opportunity to learn about how they can be better public servants. Um, So following doing that program, I became a board member for Tempe Community uh, Council. And so that's an organization that is a nonprofit with the city of Tempe, Um, that provides people in need with the resources that are available to them. And part of what we do is work with schools. Um, If you're familiar with the THREADS program, that's something that TCC helps with. Um, And I just was at Tempe High School yesterday and saw, you know, their setup for the location that they have running there. And in doing the work with Tempe Community Council, you know, I realized that there's a whole lot more I could be doing just from an education perspective to get involved and try and make a difference. You know, I'm seeing the issues in the news about book bans and the limitations on what teachers can get into with subjects in school. And I don't want to be one of those people that looks back and says, I could have done more in that situation. So this is a fight that I want to be part of. It's funny you say that. I think a lot of educators that will resonate with them um, is that idea of like, I couldn't sit back and not be part of the solution, especially those of the educators who have joined their union, because that's oftentimes what I hear is their why for why they're part of their union at all is because they want to be part of that solution. So yeah. thank and, you so much for sharing. That. And I love to, I love knowing that AEA has been part of that discussion and doing this work far beyond um, what, the rest of the country is is seeing today. Um, knowing that the Red for Ed movement in 2018 was something that AEA was at the forefront of um, definitely resonated with me when I was here in Arizona, and um, I'm happy to be on board now. <laughs> I love that. Well, and it's funny, too, because like part of... <clears throat> part of my story and why I joined the union it was because my my mom was also an educator and uh, when I told her that I wanted to be a teacher she told me no because of everything that she had gone through and so of course I did not listen um, but I wanted to figure out how I can help and how I can help fix that and be part of that um, be part of that uh, solution and so the immediate answer to that was join 
join the union. And so that's what I did. And so I think there's a lot of us in that boat that, you know, know in their heart that they want what's best for public education. And in order to help with that, be, be part of the Arizona Education Association. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned like the book ban issue, right? And some of the other things that are kind of in front of us as educators that we're trying to tackle and kind of move past issues around. And I know in the news the past couple of years, um, people have been targeting um, our cultural competency, our social emotional learning, our basically all of our equity work. Um, they're targeting funding, right? And kind of moving it off to um, this, the charter school system, right? And taking it away from public schools um, and even some like union busting that have happened. Um, what kind of um, work have you done around some of those issues that you're hoping to bring into this work? Yeah, so I haven't had the most um, opportunities to do this work in the past, but what I can say I've done has been more in the diversity, equity, and inclusion um, sector to try and promote more visibility to uh, marginalized groups. And so Part of the work that I do outside of AEA is I am a board member with the Arizona LGBT Bar Association, um, which is an affiliate of the National LGBTQ Bar Association. Um, and I've got, had an opportunity to work with them on some of their programming. We've done a name and gender marker change clinic where we've helped uh, youth with going through the petition process here in Arizona to legally change their name. And then we've also had an event for the last two years. Both of you don't know about this, but it's a, a drag happy hour, which is a show that we put together to kind of connect the ties between the ways that drag artists and performers have been advocates for the LGBTQIA plus community, um, the same way that attorneys are advocates for their clients. And so um, I have performed in drag twice doing that event, um, but it's super fun and it's just a, a way for us to connect with the audience. It's a social justice event masquerading as a drag show, but it really <laughs> gets the message across that um, we need visibility in order for people to be aware of the issues that are affecting our community. You know, right now the LGBTQIA plus community is facing a lot of backlash and it's at the point where HRC, the human rights campaign, has um, declared a state of emergency. And they have never done that in the you know several years that they've been running as an organization. And so this is something that I feel like, like I said, I, I need to be involved in these issues and I need to be able to speak up and advocate for those that don't have a voice. Well, two things with that. First, I 100% want a ticket to that show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that sounds so cool. And then two, I think that state of emergency piece, that's that's so scary right now. And, you know, what's fascinating is this summer, the, the uh, National Education Association, we had our big annual meeting, our representative assembly in Florida. And there was a lot of stuff that went out like, hey, if, if you're part of the LGBTQIA community, be aware when you come here. Um, if you are pregnant, um, be aware when you come to the state of Florida, because that's where it was hosted. Um, and so I think these are, are real solid concerns facing so many of not only um, our our teachers and education support professionals, but our students and stuff as well. So well, thank you for the work that you're issue. doing towards that. At its core, this is an issue of safety. And this is about people's livelihood, people's ability to live. Yeah. The, the one thing that 
I keep telling people is we're fighting for our right to exist. Um, a lot of these legislative changes and proposed trans anti-trans legislation um, are centered at erasure of LGBTQIA plus in pub people in public spaces in ways that, you know, we've been fighting really hard for the rights that we have today and now they're being stripped from us. Yeah, it's very deliberate. Oh my goodness. Okay. So <laughs> knowing all that, what are you most looking forward to while doing the work here at AEA? What are some of your goals and aspirations and how would you define that success? That's a very big and loaded question. Have fun answering it. It is. It's a great <laughs> question though. And I actually um, believe that first and foremost, I would like to support our president Marisol Garcia's vision of doubling our membership. So that's one of the things that I'm most um, willing and able to contribute to. But I also want to connect with our members and make sure that I'm properly advocating for their needs as well as protecting the needs of the organization as we continue to grow. Um, one of the other things that I'd like to do is kind of evolve our legal program um, so that we are looking forward and doing things that uh, will make the position for the next, um, you know, five, 10 years, however long I'm here, um, just forever. Is yes. what heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're in, <laughs> well, I'm loving it already. And I can see that there's so many ways that this, um, program can grow. Um, so I just want to make it as great as it can be. And fun fact, if you didn't know this, um, Will kind of mentioned that he was at Tempe Secondary's new hire a little bit. Um, just a quick shout out because you actually have already recruited members at attending new hire events. Um, so that's pretty incredible. This is really like all hands on deck. And I mean, I think it was your first new hire that you recruited someone, that right? That was. I didn't even get fully trained, but <laughs> I saw the enthusiasm in the room and that energy is just contagious. You can't... Um, you can't just sit back and watch it happen. You want to be part of it. That's great. That's great. Oh, goodness. Okay. So when, uh, since membership is really the core of, um, of who we serve and our students who we serve, what, what do you feel your role is going to be concerning supporting members and, uh, and their work with the union? Yeah. So one of the benefits of membership with AEA is that you have access to our legal advocacy and help desk program, which is something that I'm running with um, two of our staff and paralegals. And that's giving members access to an attorney that can help answer questions about what's going on with their um, school districts, sometimes there's going to be time, there will be times where you'll see something happen in a school and you'll probably question, is this legal? You have access directly to our organization that can put you in touch with an attorney to answer those questions. And if it's something that's not directly related to employment, say, you know, a traffic ticket issue or personal matter affecting you, like, a landlord tenant issue, we can still connect you with an attorney that we will refer the matter to, to answer those questions so that our members feel like there's an advocate in all areas of their life. 
Yeah. You know, one of the things I didn't know until, you know, into my membership was about the resources that you just mentioned with the attorney referral program that can even cover like um, divorce and custody concerns and family court. And if you're trying to adopt and all these types of things that we are doing in our personal lives, those there's also an, uh, an opportunity for you to use your member benefits to get those supports that you need. And our hope is that you never need us, but we're here if you do. Um, and nobody wants to face a disciplinary action and have to do it on their own. But if you would reach out to us, we would be happy to help you with that. Well, and even on the other side, right, um, initiating when the, the matter is initiated by members who are concerned about like their safety, right. And like whether or not the OSHA is being followed, right. Or, um, whether or not their district is meeting their end of the bargain. And so, um, it's nice, to, even if you don't anticipate that you will ever need disciplinary, it's nice to know that someone's there to help make sure that you are safe. Yes. And even in my first week <laughs> starting, um, I've already encountered situations where, teachers have signed their contracts for the year and a school district is trying to extend the day without giving them more pay. That's not fair. Um, and those are the reasons that being part of your union, you have someone that's advocating for you and a voice that's even bigger than um, what you have to say t for yourself. You know, as a, as a former local president, I can't tell you how many times I was, I was a member would come to tell me something. I'd be like, Hmm, well, let me call the uh, the AEA um, attorney really quick and uh, run this by them because uh, there's so much more expertise in your office than um, than you know I had as an English teacher um, at the time. And so, just knowing that that's a resource, I can't even tell you as a local leader how incredibly valuable um, that was and will continue to be with with you in this role, Will. So, um, I'm very excited for our leaders to get to know you and to be able to access and and use the resource that you will be. So I'm super pumped for that. And I am like really excited too, because I feel like sometimes when you reach out to an attorney or a lawyer, right. And just outside of your union, um, you might ex like experience like this legal language. That's really hard to untangle, but, um, I just want to reassure all the members that like, you can tell this is like, Will he's so personable and you'll, he'll, he has a way of explaining things that makes sense. And so just knowing that we have someone who can help us untangle all of the complicated like district policy and sometimes the Arizona state statutes are a little bit confusing, especially, you know, some of the book banning ones. Oh my gosh. Well, and thank you both for that. And Carrie, I'm excited to work with you more on um, some of the outreach and training that we'll be doing with our educators. So if you see me at a, um, event where we're doing a PowerPoint presentation. It's because I've uh, decided to collaborate with more people in the office and, and I'm looking forward to doing that. Ooh, not to put you on the spot, but what kind of trainings do you have in mind? Well, I know that, um, yeah, so there's been opportunities to do trainings on legislative changes that will affect educators at a local level, um, but also explaining uh, good practices and guidance on what they should do in their classrooms, as well as maybe things not to do so that they can avoid having to face disciplinary actions. 
Yeah. And just an example is one of the things that we're cooking up um, is we've had a lot of educators who are of the LGBTQ community who are reaching out and they're concerned about whether or not they are safe to come out to their students and to their parents and be their authentic selves. And so we actually have had a couple locals that have reached out and asked for a kind of know your rights training and also how to support as a colleague, right? If you are not part of the community yourself, but you have someone next door, how can you be, you know, an authentic ally how can you be a co-conspirator in the um, fight for safety for all to be their authentic selves and so that's one of the things we're cooking up um and then we know the legislature is going to do something crazy all the time so oh, we're, between, we're prepared for that between that and the uh, <laughs> ade right now holy oh cow. well and you know tom horn every thursday has his crazy pronouncement thanks good thank goodness we have chris mays that we get to work with but now we also have will and so it'll be fun to Fight the fight. Fight the fight together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, there's a, a phrase that I heard at one point that's like, dance like no one is watching, uh, but email like it'll one day be read aloud in a deposition. Um, <laughs> so I want to know, are there what other advice for educators do you have uh, right now, especially in our current uh, political climate? Yeah, I actually heard something today at the PECTA New Hire event that stuck with me and it was all students have the ability to succeed and I just want educators to be reminded that you know what you do plays such a significant role uh, far beyond the classroom there's really a ripple effect that um, can change the trajectory of each student's uh, life outside of the classroom and I know that I would not be where I am today without the educators that uh, made an impact on me. So there's there's always going to be those students that are superstars, but, you know, everyone has the ability to do phenomenal things. Oh, I, I, that, that's the warm fuzzy. That's, the, that's another <laughs> warm fuzzy. I'm all about that. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting right now, too, with everything that we've been talking about, how educators um, are still pushing forward, how they still are going to do everything they can to do what's best for our students, because that's what we do, right? That's absolutely what we do, uh, despite anything that goes down with the state legislature, despite anything that goes down um, with, you know, hotlines or things like that. Like, we are, we are here 100% for our kids. So that's, that's going to be a good thing for this next school year. And if you're looking for some more tips, there's actually some on the very last page of the AEA Advocate that just went out. Um, just some general things that make Will's life easier. It's a lot easier for Will to kind of help and support if you are documenting. Um, please document everything with dates, names, who was present. Um, if you're called into a meeting um, unexpectedly that wasn't planned and scheduled, always send a follow-up email that says, hey, this is the meeting that took place. This is my understanding of what happened can you confirm that this is your directive? Um, things like that just make things so much easier um, for Will when things do come up um, and just kind of creating um, so a paper trail on things that are important and also making sure that um, you're aware of and working with your local association to um, uh, understand any new policy changes in your district or at a, a state and national level. Yeah, and then of course we have um, our our website arizonaea.org where you can go to the member benefits part, and there is a whole section on legal services. So if you want to check those out, you can absolutely go to that website as well. Did I just hear some homework, Amber? 
Oh my gosh, homework, absolutely. So I almost forgot about homework. It's it's still kind of summer. Oh so my I God, that makes me homework. that kid that like reminds yeah, the yeah. teacher about the homework. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Everyone listening is like, ugh, thanks, Carrie. Okay, but seriously, though, if you go to the website um, under the uh, member benefits and you look at the legal services, like it can, it goes through like support and protection for problems at work, attorney referral programs, like what we talked about earlier uh, for personal legal problems. Um, there's a, a uh, our help desk. So the AEA does have a help desk. Um, it is really good before going to the help desk if you're able to reach out to your local president because sometimes they're able to give um, some information as well. And then we'll be like that local president can reach out to Will um, and his department and we can figure out um, a probably a more defined and more exact solution depending on the district as well. Um, but there's just a ton of resources um, under the legal services piece on the AEA website. So definitely go check that out, ArizonaEA.org, and then check under um, the, the legal services piece. And Will, we just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, this, it's really important for our members to know who is working for them and the work that we're doing. And the, your your passion just kind of comes through in everything that you shared. And so thank you so much for coming on and introducing thank yourself. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to grow and learn more. I feel like one of the most important things about education is it teaches, it has us uh it helps us learn that we need to remain teachable. And so Ooh. that's one of the things that I am going to remind myself of every day. Um, and I'm happy to be here. We want to give a special shout out to Josh Adkins from Paradise Valley Education Association for composing our theme song. And another shout out to Carrie Wolf for producing each episode. If you want more information on other Learn and Lead opportunities and professional development made for educators and by educators, check out ArizonaEA.org slash professional dash excellence or reach out to your local president. If you're not currently a member and want to be part of creating opportunity for all students through the power of public education, you can join the Arizona Education Association by going to ArizonaEA.org backslash join. And that's the bell.